Boker Tov. Good morning, everyone. Continuing in, well, starting Simon Kuf Tzadi Gimel. 193, Mitzdarfen Lezimon Imlav, the loss of combining and uncombining people for a Zimon. Maybe with Derech HaKdam as an introduction, it's very helpful to, under, to, to remind ourselves. When we talk about Zimon, the, the Mezumen that we recite, we have three or more people before we bench. So we discussed in the previous simon that there's the Zimon is sort of a call to action, a call to, the, to recite Berch HaSamazon. Uh, sort of an integral part of the zimun, which is something that nowadays we sort of overlook, but it's actually in halacha, at least in theory and in concept, is really one of the, the ikker part, the, the primary part of the whole zimun, is that when you have three people, one of the people, aside from the fact that they call everyone to order to, to, in the mezumin, they then bench out loud that one person, he's the leader of the group. He benches out loud and everyone says amen at the appropriate places and they fulfill their obligation of Berch HaSamazon through the person who's leading the zimun. Now nowadays, we typically don't do that. The halacha, we've seen before and we'll see again, the halacha is that everyone benches to themselves. That's the preferable thing that we do nowadays. Uh, however, even nowadays when that's the, the appropriate minhag and that's the appropriate practice, it is certainly very important that the, when you have a mezumin, the person who's leading the, the zimun, the person who's leading it, should recite the first bracha benching out loud. If you don't do that, according to Mishra Bruh, it's like you haven't really done the ikker part of the mezumin. The whole part of the mezumin is you call everyone to order and then you start benching and he, he leads the group and everyone else listens to his benching and fulfills their obligation that way. But again, we don't do that nowadays, but that's at least the concept and certainly the, the practice should be that when you do a mezumin, if you're the leader, you should bench the first bracha out loud so that everyone can hear and everyone else should be reciting word for word together with the leader. Well, let's say, let's say you don't have a mezumin. Let's say you're, that's not what you're doing. You only have two people. So the Mechavar tells us, Shnayim sha'achlu, if you have two people who ate together, he contrasts it to the beginning of your meal, the motzi. When it comes to the berchas hamotzi, it's totally like achila, could be if it's even preferable, that one person makes the bracha, hamotzi lachem in haaretz, and the second person, he listens, shomea ke'ona, there, there's a principle that listening is like reciting, and the second person fulfills their obligation of reciting a bracha on bread by hearing what the other person recites. That's l'chachilo, that's preferable, and that's great. However, when it comes to benching, if all you have is two people, the preferable thing to do is mitzvah l'chalek sheivarech kal echad brechas hamazon la'atzmo. When it comes to benching, that's not true. When it comes to benching, the preferable thing to do is, assuming you don't have a mezumin, if it's only two people, so each person should bench independently. Masha'enkein, this is in contrast to other brachas, but specifically the Mechaber tells us, motzi. Motzi, one person should lead, and everyone else should just say amen. Now the Mishabur explains why this is true. Why is benching different than motzi? He says two things. Number one, when it comes to benching, everyone's kind of going in their own direction. Everyone's kind of leaving. On the motzi, everyone's coming together. He doesn't explain why that difference makes for a difference. Presumably, I don't know, I wonder if it has to do with people's focus and attention. When you're benching, you're kind of like on your way out. So you might not be paying quite, quite as close attention. I don't know, he doesn't explain why. He also says the difference is when it comes to Berchaz Amazon, it's uh, Berchaz Amazon is a Daraisa, whereas, whereas Motzi is a Darabanan. Again, he doesn't say why that makes for a difference. He just says, therefore, we're Machmir, and the preferable thing is, is that two people, when you have two people, each one benches independently. Now, the, the, the Mechaber does tell us if less Let's say you're not able to. You need, one, for, one re- for one reason or another, one of the people in a scenario where you have two, they can't bench by themselves. So the halacha is, is that I can. Again, it's not preferable, but if for whatever reason you have an extenuating circumstance, so I could bench 
and have in mind to fulfill the next person's obligation. They have to have in mind to, that they also want to fulfill their obligation by listening to me. And that's the chachil, you could, and that's bidyevet, you can do that. The Mechamer tells us, provided that the listener understands what's being recited. Provided that the listener understands what is being, provi- what's being recited. So an example might be, is let's say you don't have a bencher in front of you. This has happened to me a couple of times. I happen to know mentoring by heart. I just been reciting it for many years. I can, I can recite it by heart pretty confidently. Let's say I'm in a, there's another person who doesn't have a bencher. They don't know it by heart. So I can recite benching by heart and fulfill that other person's obligation provided that they understand what I'm reciting. The Mishabura asks, is that true even if I'm benching in Hebrew? In other words, we've seen that I could bench in a foreign language. That is okay. You can do that. So the Mishabura basically comes out that if I'm benching in a foreign language, I can fulfill another person's obligation provided that they do understand it. So if I'm benching in English and that guy only understands French, that doesn't work. The exception, the Mishabura, he goes back and forth on this. He ends up saying, halacha, if I'm benching Belashon HaKodesh, I'm benching in Hebrew, in the original language, so even if the person who I'm reciting it for doesn't understand Hebrew, he says, it's not so simple, he says it will work because there's a difference between Hebrew and other languages. He doesn't say what that difference is. You have to look at the notes who refer you to the Bear Halacha who says that the difference is, is that other languages, he sa- the, the Bear Halacha says, other languages are just a haskama. It's a social contract that certain words mean certain things. There's nothing inherent in the language that we use. Of course, when it comes to Hebrew, it's a, he says it's a, lang- a language, ba'atzmuso. it's inherently a language, it's a language that God created the world. So the Halacha is, again, it's not sola hachila, but bidiyavid, the Halacha is, if you know benching, by heart, and the person next to you does not, even if they don't understand it, they don't understand the Hebrew, you can still fulfill their obligation, wishing everyone a wonderful day.